The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL and MLB back in action? You need to download the BetQL app. The only app that you need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP for 20% of your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. They say that iron sharpens iron. But the story of the greatest heavyweights of all time goes beyond training room wisdom. The truth is, greatness needs a counterpart. A goat needs to believe there is somebody out there who's just as determined. Somebody working harder. There's the cap! Somebody better. And that is it! If only to prove to himself that no such man exists. Never before has a UFC light heavyweight champion moved up. It started as champion versus champion. Oh! They won two from Cormier! With the challenger making history by winning a second title with a poetic flourish. A big right. Oh! oh behind Cormier him! Down. Good night. History! UFC history! But champions aren't defined in victory. They're defined in defeat. How they respond. Just how deep they're willing to dig. Oh, big right hand like you see. Oh, again. And in the championship rounds of the rematch, the heart of Cleveland struck back. Oh, now a right hand up top. Oh, in back. trouble. Oh, DC in a world of trouble. He is down. That's it. Steve exacts his revenge. Bringing the house down to even the score and provide his redemption. Tonight, they meet for a third time, and legacies will be defined. But first, a burgeoning superstar looks to add another highlight to the Sugar Show's ever-growing hit list. Oh! The walk-off KO! The Sugar Show! An undefeated phenom who has risen from the ranks of Dana White's contender series into a legitimate championship threat. He readies to trade hands with a vicious and violent striker from Ecuador, who owns 13 finishes in 15 pro fights. Big shot! Big elbows! Wow! Marlon Vera does it again! Then, the trilogy of a generation. This is the day of redemption! A rubber match that's all about greatness, legacy, and how history will remember the heavyweight giants of the day as they collide a third and final time, leaving, in the end, the greatest heavyweight of all time standing alone. This is the last time I'm in the fight. I get an opportunity to go out on top. August 15th, you hear Ann Newt again. I know I'm a better fighter. I know I'm, than him. I know that I, I can win the fight. And, you know, I'm, I'm 
gonna prove it. I'm out there, I'm just gonna do what I do. I'm knocking them out. Live from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's UFC 252, Jocic versus Cormier 3, and it starts. This is the day of redemption. Right now. You are listening to the Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. You can follow me on Twitter at SGP EPL, where I continue to give out those free play winners, 8-0 and run at the moment. But of course, all roads lead to my website, lockbetting.com, where we are just coming off a monster month in July 7,555 pound profit. That's over $9,000. We cover MLB, we cover KBO, we cover NBA, we cover soccer, and we cover the UFC. So there will be picks for this card tonight, official picks, including picks for the prelim. So head over to lockbetting.com to get full picks for UFC 252. But right here, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here on The Fight Show. We are going to look at the main card for tonight's card, headlined by Miocic versus Cormier. Never before has a UFC light heavyweight champion moved up to challenge the heavyweight champion. Oh, he heard him. Oh, Cormier knocks Miocic down. Daniel Cormier is the UFC heavyweight champion. Matches upon us. Steve Miocic with a chance to regain the UFC heavyweight title as he re-engages with the man who beat him for the belt. Oh! Right hand up top! DC's hurt! Cormier in trouble! Oh, that's it! Miocic's They need to settle this once and for all. accomplished everything that I've ever wanted to accomplish and I could have walked away but my legacy matters to me I have to right that wrong one of the greatest of all time Daniel Cormier this fight's for legacy this fight's for everything I want to be remembered as one of the greatest fighters of all time and this has huge stakes on it the world's going to be watching I have to win this fight yeah so there you have it this fight couldn't be more even they go into this contest 1-1 this is the rubber match but the bookies cannot split them for this contest either. Steve Pimiocic is available at 10 to 11, and Daniel Cormier is available at 10 to 11 as well. So, complete toss up for this third fight. As I said, they enter it one each. DAP Miocic is at 13 to 8 to win this via knockout. Daniel Cormier is at 2 to 1. It's 16 to 1 for Steve via submission. It's 12 to 1 for Cormier. And both men 
are available at five to one to take this via a decision. So when you look at these odds, you can see why it's such a difficult fight to call. You're looking at two guys that have knocked each other out. Cormier won the first fight in the first round and Miocic won the rematch with a fourth round stoppage. But in that second fight, Cormier outlanded Miocic by nearly 100 strikes. And in the second fight, he was up on all of the scorecards going into round four. Then Miocic found success with body shots that led to the knockout of Cormier. So that was a big adjustment that he made. So there's two, there's two factors here. You can look at the fact that Cormier already won the first fight and was comfortably winning the, the second fight before Miocic made the adjustments. But then you look at the fact that Miocic did make those adjustments and maybe now he has Cormier's number because quite often rematches lead to the person who won the, the first one winning the second one. In this instance, we've seen them go one each. But do you put more weight into the fact that Cormier won a fight and was leading in the second fight, or do you put the weight into the latest development, which was the adjustments made by Stipe Miocic, which led to him winning the fight last time out in round four. It's so difficult to make that call. I would lean towards the latest development, which would be the fact that Miocic worked out Cormier towards the end of the last fight and made those adjustments and beat him. But very, very often, I am guilty and I hold my hands up as somebody who is an expert in the field and is paid to come on here and analyse these fights. I look at Daniel Cormier sometimes and see a fat little dude and often write him off and look at the two standing face-to-face in the weigh-ins, etc. and automatically lean towards Miocic. I still do it, even though this guy is possibly one of the greatest of all time. But I still see him standing there at these presses and these weigh-ins and and want to fade him, especially when it's coming up against a guy like Stiepe Miocic. Yes, there have been fights where I've obviously taken Cormier, just because Cormier has a much bigger pedigree than all of his opponents. But when it's relatively equal, yes, Cormier has done more than Miocic, but Miocic has stayed in one division. You give a lot of credibility to Cormier for the fact that he's moved up and down. And Miocic hasn't bothered to do that. But what Miocic has done is he's pretty much knocked out everybody in this division, including Cormier. And it just makes me lean towards him. But I'm going to avoid that lean here. I'm not going to make that mistake here on that basis. I know why I'm leaning towards Miocic. I'm leaning towards him due to the recency bias. And that is something that often comes to fruition in the fight game where you see one thing once and it seems to replicate itself. Rematches are often won by the person who won the last fight. So I'm looking at that factor here. Even though I know that Cormier is a damn good fighter who could probably now go away and make his own adjustments to avoid that happening and just punch this out and get takedowns and and win this on the cards. And then five to one starts to look very, very big. And I'm also doing my usual thing of looking at these two men standing next to each other and looking and and my mind telling itself that Stipe Miocic is going to knock out this fat little dude. And I'm going to steer away from all of that. And I'm going to look at the rounds here. I'm going to look at the over 2.5 here, which is available at 10 to 11. So the the over 2.5 has been determined as the point where 
this fight becomes a pick and pick them in the over under. So 10 to 11 over 10 to 11 under. I'm going to go 10 to 11 over 2.5 rounds here because when you look at the last fight, um, both of these guys landed over 300 combined strikes going into the fourths and they were both able to sustain them. So they got some decent chins here as well as some decent striking. Obviously, these are two of the greatest heavyweights of all time. So that's where I'm going to take my bet. I'm going to take my bet here on the over 2.5 rounds in this main event. Haven't got the balls here to pick a winner. As I said, leaning towards Miocic, but that could potentially be for the wrong reasons. Cormier is such an anomaly. We haven't often seen a fighter that, that looks like that, that has the record that Cormier has. And um, I remember when Brock Lesnar was slated to fight against Daniel Cormier. And remember, I covered WWE as well. I cover a lot of wrestling. And all of the wrestling fans were saying, Brock Lesnar is going to destroy this little guy. Brock Lesnar is going to have a field day here. When he looked at the two guys standing next to each other when they were facing off, everybody who was a casual fan was picking Brock. And I was the one that was correcting these people and saying, Brock Lesnar has no chance of beating this little fat dude. This little fat dude is going to destroy Brock Lesnar. It's a mismatch in terms of it's an easy fight for Daniel Cormier, because looking at Brock coming in from a layoff and looking at what kind of one-dimensional fighter that Brock was even when he was in a UFC, there was no route to victory for Brock Lesnar to defeat Daniel Cormier. So in this instance, despite the fact that it looked like a mismatch when they were standing next to each other, I knew well enough that Daniel Cormier had too much pedigree, was too good, and had too much of a resume to lose to Brock Lesnar. I would have taken Daniel Cormier in that fight at minus 300 and put a lot of money on it at short odds because it was free money. And so I was the guy who was out there campaigning for Cormier and saying what a great fighter he was. So my lean on Miocic here is based on a lot more than cosmetics. Miocic is a credible fighter. He's already beaten Cormier. He hasn't taken a long layoff. He has a route to victory. So when I take this small lean on Miocic, it has minimal cosmetic factors going into it because I know better by now. What I'm more concerned about is my bias towards covering boxing and UFC for years and years and years and my bias towards rematches. And when you see a fighter usually work out a clear route to victory, he can just come in and reestablish himself by doing what he did the time before. And we've seen these two already split the fights. In fact, last time for fight two, I took Stipe Miocic on the basis that the books had over-adjusted the lines. Stipe Miocic went into the first fight as a one-to-two favourite. He went into the second fight as a six-to-four underdog with, with uh, Daniel Cormier as the one-to-two minus 200 favourite. A complete price reversal. Now at one each, we're getting both fighters at 10-to-11, 10-to-11. So the books don't know what they're doing. I'm not too sure what to make about it. As I said, lean towards the AP. But my best bet for this fight, the safest option for me, I'm going to go with the over here, the over 2.5 rounds. I know how many strikes these guys hit each other with in the last fight, but they still 
ended up going to round four. I'm expecting more of the same. It's going to be a sweat as well. This one is certainly not going to be the lock on this show either. But my two leans for the fight, small lean Miocic, bigger lean towards the over 2.5 rounds here at 10 to 11. Before we move on with the undercard, let me let you know that everything I'm giving out here, you can bet over at mybookie.ag. You can bet on all sports because all sports are back. But that includes the UFC and you can take advantage of the crazy joining offer still. Join today and mybookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Just enter the promo code SGP when you sign up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, and they pay. Also, take this opportunity to download the DraftKings app now, especially before UFC 252. Use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. I've actually never played DraftKings, but at the end of the show, I'm going to be having my first stab at a DraftKings lineup. So I'm going to be doing a DraftKings lineup for UFC 252 at the end of of the show. Let me also take a quick second here to mention BetQL because if you want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with the NBA, NHL, MLB, etc., you need to download the BetQL app. It's the only app you'll need this season to make smart bets. Head over to betql.co and enter the code SGP for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co and the promo code SGP. And of course, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and make it super easy to start your own sports book. Ace is offering up to six weeks free by heading over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. When I was a young kid, I knew I was going to do something. I knew I was going to be famous. <laughs> What's up, bitches? And I remember telling my friends I was going to be, and they're like, how? I don't know, dude, but I'm going to be. Your name is being thrown out a lot on social media for them continuing to discredit you, but also talk about you all the time. I'm sure you see all that, right? Excuse me. For my career, the goals I have, I want to be that A-list kind of celebrity. I want to be that Michael Jordan, that Muhammad Ali. You know, I want to be bigger than Conor. And I've wanted this for a long time, and I knew that I could get into this position if I kept winning and kept training. Started from the Right now, I'm not feeling okay with what happened in the last fight. I feel the judges is, is screwing me. Dana White told me I won the fight. Sean Shelby told me I won the fight. The whole world told me I won the fight. So I want to hurt somebody. I want to go in there and fight. I have one person in mind, and I'm going to fuck him up. Well, Cheeto Vera has accrued a lot of UFC experience pretty quickly here. I think the reason I kind of blew up and got so much support is the performances I have. I've been knocking people out for a long 
for a young guy, he's very comfortable in there. I can beat anybody. Push. I know that. I proved that. I showed that. I beat this guy. And then my fighting boy in the top 10. And I keep playing. Now attacking with the armbar. He's got it. There's the tap. This fight against Marlon ends with my hand raised and him laying on the canvas, unconscious, whether I knock him out or choke him. Oh, oh, the Sugar Show goes to 13-0, and, and I'm going to continue to be undefeated. Yeah, the first fight I want to cover on the undercard, the co-main event, features Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. And O'Malley is a big favourite here, which is understandable when you listen to that little video package that I just played. It was predominantly about him because he is the big star in this one, the big rising star. He's available at 4-11 to to win this fight. It's 9-1 to on Marlon Vera. O'Malley is 6-4 to to get this done via knockout. It's 10-1 to Vera via knockout. O'Malley 12 to 1 submission, 6 to 1 Vera. O'Malley 2 to 1 via decision, and Vera is available at 5 to 1. I think O'Malley represents a good parlay pick here and a good DraftKings selection as well. But I'm not too sure about his method to victory. Obviously, this is a big spot and a big stage, and he's going to want to get that showcase knockout. He's going to want to get this. Round one, round two, TKO, KO, something of that nature. But it's more important to not get beaten. And this is a big step up, possibly the biggest test of his young career. And Vera is tough and durable, and he can be flashy as well. But O'Malley's combination and expertise in striking are on another level. And he needs to utilize that to make sure that, first and foremost, he wins this fight. And if the knockout is there, the knockout is there. But obviously, I'm going to go with O'Malley. I think this is a safe selection, as I said, to add to your parlays and for DraftKings. But I'm going to lean towards him finding the opportunity to get that knockout. But I don't hate the price for the decision here at 2-1, to one, but my lean is going to be for O'Malley to get this via the knockout TKO KO, which is available at 6-4. to Maybe so far I've been a little bit on the fence for the first two fights, but I'm certainly not going to be that way inclined for this third one, where Jarzinho Rosenstrike is the favourite against JDS Junior Dos Santos. Rosenstrike is available to win this fight at 4-7 to seven, and you're getting Junior Dos Santos here available at 5-4. to four. Um, Dos Santos may be knocked out in his last two bouts, but I'm not going to let that dissuade me from the fact he's a much better and more experienced fighter on this stage. This is a prove-it fight for Rosenstrike. He got knocked out emphatically by Francis Ngannou in May. And uh, Dos Santos has proven time and time again he has the ability to bounce back from losses. And I expect more of the same here this week. Rosenstrike's biggest wins seem to be very very fluky. And uh, that's tough to rely on in this spot when you're going into three rounds against Junior Dos Santos. I think Dos Santos could get the knockout here, but... I think also if he remains standing and avoids getting knocked out himself, 
is going to end up winning this fight. Rosenstroke is available at 10 to 11 to win this fight knockout, whereas Dos Santos is available at 3 to 1. It's 25 to 1 for Rosenstrike's final submission, 12 to 1 for Junior Dos Santos. It's 15 to 2 for Rosenstrike via decision, and it's 4 to 1 on Junior Dos Santos, which kind of emphasizes my point. If Dos Santos doesn't get knocked out, he wins this fight, which means that there is solid value there at 5-4 to four, and even bigger value there on the methods to victory, whether you lean on the knockout or you go by a decision at 3-1 to one and 4-1. to one. I'm going to go for DeSantos to win this one. I'm going to stick my neck out and go for the underdog because I just don't think that Jozinho Rosenstrike should be a significant favourite here to win this fight against JDS. The final fight I'm going to look at here features... Mirab Davishvili taking on John Dodson, where Davishvili is available at two to one. John Dodson available at six to four. Looking at the methods to victory, Davishvili is ten to one via knockout, ten to one submission, and at eight to eleven to win it via decision. John Dodson is five to one knockout, sixteen to one for the submission, and seven to two via decision. I really love the play here to take Davishvili here via decision at 8 to 11 is a bit chalky but I can't see any other way this fight ends up all five of Davishvili's UFC fights have gone to a decision this guy is a new breed of wrestler he's non-stop and his pace is more than impressive he averages four significant strikes per minute along with a crazy 8.67 takedowns per 15 minutes Dodson is going to be the better striker out there and he is more likely to get a knockout. But Davlishvili's pace is enough to beat him on the feet and if he doesn't get knocked out, he wins. It's his wrestling that sets him apart from, from everybody else and even against a guy with great takedown defence like John Dodson, I still like him to get multiple takedowns each round and comfortably end up taking this fight over the course of 15 minutes. So... Davlishvili via decision is the pick here for this one at 8 to 11. And as we close out with the lock, I'm going to have to stay with that fight and take that pick as the lock. So Davlishvili via decision at 8 to 11 is the lock on this show. Closing out with my DraftKings lineup. I've decided to go with Sean O'Malley. He is costing me 9000 $200 here. So he's my most expensive purchase. I've also gone with Herbert Burns. He cost me $8,900. I've then gone for Livana Souza. She's available at $8,600. Up next, I've gone for Jim Miller. He's available at $8,300. Then I've gone for two dogs, Junior Dos Santos, available at 7,800. And then my final dog, I've gone for Felicia Herring, who is available at 7,200. Not sure she can win that fight off a long layoff, but it's worth a shot because if she is at 100%, she's definitely overpriced here. And uh, she could be a solid dog on this undercard. So that concludes my DraftKings lineup. That concludes the show. Remember, the lock on this show was Davlishvili via decision at 8 to 11. That will be an official play. So make sure you get a little bit on that at 8 to 11. 
You can catch me over at the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where I will be concluding my Europa League and Champions League coverage by doing a semi-final show, which will be covering all four of the semi-finals collectively on one show. You cannot afford to miss out on that next week. At the moment, the shows are temporarily simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, but that will not be the case from next season. I will be exclusively over at the Soccer Gambling Podcast with my soccer content, and I will only be remaining on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for this show, the fight show. The fight show will be remaining here exclusively on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And that concludes this edition of The Fight Show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. Enjoy UFC 252 and thanks for listening, guys. Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash info, netsuite.com slash info.